Blog Talk Radio. It's been a long road getting from there to here. It's been a long time, but my time is finally near. I can feel the change in the way right now. Nothing's in my way. Good evening, everybody. This is Dr. Jess Armine coming to you from the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Good evening, everybody. I am so happy that you're here tonight. I have great news. Our total listens have gone over 100,000, actually over 100,000 since November 2013. 100,000 people have listened to our podcast, I think, I think, just might the message is getting out. And what is the message? That chronic illnesses are not to be believed. Chronic illnesses are not permanent. And you have taken the information that I and others have given you, and you've taken it to your healthcare providers, and you've held them up like Darth Vader saying, I find your lack of faith disturbing, and demanded that they start learning how to treat you correctly. Because before before this, chronic illnesses were just plain old considered permanent. You know, last week we talked about the cell, and we're going straight back to basics because we've been bouncing all around with different conditions and so forth and so on. But recently, I got a call from my friend Bill Downs, who I'm just about to introduce, and he brought me right back to basics, which is cellular function. Okay, because let's face it. You know, if the cells don't work, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. If the cells aren't happy, nobody's happy. And the cells, when you work together, they create tissues. Tissues that work together are organs. Organs that work together, it's the body. For $5 wants to know what the biggest tissue in the body is, the biggest organ in the body is. And the answer is, ding, the skin. Anyway, so tonight... Last week, I talked about the cell and how it functions and how the cell needs to work like a symphony, okay? And, you know, I've been saying this a lot of different ways, okay, over the past couple of years. We've been trying to let everybody know that nobody's going to get better unless those cell walls are regenerated. Nobody's going to get better unless you fix that leaky gut. And we're talking about leaky cells, leaky mitochondria, leaky blood-brain barriers, but leaky cells. Leaky cells don't fix, okay? And everybody's like treating everything but the leaky cell. And, you know, Sean actually told me and, and, you know, instructed me at first saying, look, that histamine rips cells open. But it's more than that, okay? It's much more than that. And and our guest tonight is 
a really special guy. He's not only a special guy because he's a special guy, and he worked his way through school by being a stand-up comedian, but doesn't know Mel Brooks as well as I do. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Okay, and I'll tell you that story a long time. I met him several years ago when I used to help run a um, organization called the Integrated Medicine Grand Rounds Network, which is a bunch of integrated practitioners in the Philadelphia area who got together once in a while, and we would have a dinner, or we'd have something, we'd have a speaker. And uh, Bill brought uh, Ken Blum, PhD, in. And Ken Blum is the creator, the discoverer, co-discoverer of the DRD2 gene, uh, which has to do with addictions. Okay, it sits on chromosome number 11, and we talk all about it now. But Dr. Blum was was using uh, or knew epigenetics before we even knew the word. Okay, at the time, they called it alleles or the A1 allele. <clears throat> we now call it a SNP, a single nucleotide polymorphism. So I got to meet Bill because he had created a substance called synapogenics, which I know had some other a letter and a bunch of uh, a bunch of a letter and a bunch of numbers next to it, but essentially it was this advanced li dry liposomal uh, formula that uh, was able to fix the dopaminergic system, okay, which is where addictions come from, the dopamine system, and and you know guys, I'm always talking about dopamine because dopamine is kind of a funny. A neurotransmitter, and I won't go into it because I'll take all day talking about it. Anyway, so he would, at the time, I, I read the study we were talking about, he would feed a little bit of synaptogenics to rats. <clears throat> he would euthanize them after about five minutes and then test their you know, brain fluid and find out that it was full absorption in five minutes with this new liposomal uh, delivery system. And, and then, of course, I had to ask the the salient question, like, why are you using rats, you know, for medical experiments? He said, what would I use? I said, well, they don't use rats anymore. He said, what? Well, they use lawyers. I'm like, lawyers? Yeah, <laughs> lawyers, because there's so many more, let's face it, there's so many more lawyers than rats, okay? And there's certain things, let's face it, that a rat simply won't do. Okay, so I was wondering why he was still using rats. But anyway, you know, he's a classical scientist. And um, anyway, uh, to tell you why I trust this man, I'm, I'm, I'm building up to something here. Uh, you know me. You all know me. All 100,000 of you know me. I am not somebody's fool. You can't just throw stuff at me and say, use this with your patients. I will sit there. I will pin you up against the wall. I will torture you until you tell me the secrets of what you have. And if I don't like it, I will simply leave you there until the lifeblood just kind of drips out of you. Anyway, so uh, when uh, Bill came to my office uh, with, uh, I believe, Larry Gordine, if I remember, okay, who yep. was a representative for um, – for neuroscience, and he was telling me about synaptogenics. About a half hour, and I, I listened politely. I didn't understand what he was saying, but you know, it's like that's typical for me. I'll just sit there and listen, and then I'll, I'll read about it later. But as he was walking out, I had mentioned that my sister, God rest her soul, had fourth stage, fourth stage breast cancer, and this man sat down for an hour and told me what to do to help her, not his product but just what to do to help her because he has that level of experience. And at the end of that hour, I got up and I walked around and I gave him a big hug. And Larry's like, why are you hugging him? I said, you know, the first half hour, he's trying to sell me something. The second hour was from his heart. And I never forgot that. So, you know, you guys always know that when I do a case study, I'm always doing my Alyssa from Texas with the olfactory and, and uh, visual and auditory hallucinations. And um, I do have permission to use her name and, and her image and so forth. But there was a time when I really hit a wall. I mean, I really hit a wall. 
Okay. And, and I keep telling everybody, I don't have an ego when it concerns my patients. I got an ego with everything else, but I don't have an ego when it concerns my patients. Okay. And I remember calling Bill up and saying, Bill, I, I'm going to take you out to dinner because I don't know what to do here. And I remember calling the mom up and, and she's saying, well, how much is it going to cost me? I said, I'll tell you what, send me a picture of Alyssa. Okay. Because I know Bill happens to be a pop-up. Okay. And I know his heart. So, and of course, Sean went with me and we, when we had dinner, we were talking, and I put this file in front of him with this picture, this beautiful eight-year-old, and I could see his heart just melt, and he read every page, and we just sat there. And then him and Sean started talking something which, which sounded like, you know, uh, language from another planet. I just kept watching him like a tennis court, like a tennis thing. But then he looked at me and said, you know what's going to fix this girl? Because she's, got, she's really got multiple bugs going on. She had Lyme, anaplasma, yada, yada. And he told me about MMS. He told me about chlorine dioxide solution. And of course, I didn't believe him. <laughs> right? Like, how could that possibly be killing the bad guys and not the good guys? Well, so happens that I read into it. I started looking at the anecdotal evidence, scientific evidence, which, as you know, lots of times doesn't match. Okay, so you have to, as a clinician, you have to go with the, the best evidence and the risk-benefit factors. And by the way, I was co-treating this young lady with an integrative um, pediatrician in California. And it got to the point where we had fixed up our gut and the pediatrician wanted to put a pick line in her and start doing rotating antibiotics. Well, I let the pediatrician know that uh, she had her choice about sleeping with the fishes. And I happen to know the great whites out there because you're not sticking a pick line in my little eight-year-old. Okay. And I gave the parents full information and they chose to do the alternative MMS. And in six weeks, all of her symptoms were gone. No more hallucinations, no medicines. My Alyssa is now 12 years of age. She is beautiful. She is a straight-A student. She is a star athlete. She, as long as she keeps to her diet, her, her belly's okay. And you know something? I take credit for it all the time. Ha, ha, ha. Do you know, really? It was this man we we're about to talk to tonight. Not only because he's brilliant and he gives of his he gives and gives and gives. It's because... He really cares. So when he called me up about the stuff we're going to talk about tonight, and I sat with him and looked at all his studies, okay, and looked at all the live blood cell analyses, and then I started grilling him like a fish, you know, and then I started using it myself. And everybody who's been talking to me, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm ecstatic about, you know, this particular uh, new thing we're about to talk about and why, because it is a game changer and it's going to change how the cells regenerate and how the cells work, hence the cellular symphony. So let me tell you a little bit about Bill Downs because I love this guy. I really, really really do. Okay, Bill has got like a real, I would say a sorted past, but not really sorted. He's got an eclectic past. Sorted, eclectic, same kind of thing, you know? Anyway, from 1999-96, he's a nutritional biochemist. Okay, he was in a medical practice in Philadelphia and he developed an approach to biological systems that he refers to as behavioral biology. <laughs> Sounds like bioindividualized medicine, but he doesn't want us to sue him. Okay, all right. The approach basically was investigation into the most fundamental causes of chronic degenerative diseases. Wonder where you've heard that before. Okay, the underlying nutritional inadequacies and the biochemical imbalances that existed, and the body's extreme defense responses as a measure, a measure to survive. Okay, and he kind of looked at all this 
and how it affected the behavior of the biological systems, because he's a classic scientist, okay? Started doing a lot of research. He's involved in a lot of different companies. Um, he uh, developed synaptogenics, which is a um, which is a formulation that uh, gets um, these uh, targeted amino acids to the brain uh, immediately, and it affects obesity and uh, other parts of the reward deficiency syndrome conditions. Okay, he is the co-founder and CEO of LifeGen. I incorporated a nutrigenomic company, and he's also the co-founder of Impact Genomics. You think he knows a little bit about genes and a partner of iGene? Okay, and he also founded Victory Nutrition International uh, to research and develop and market this product, this technology that gets what you want into the cells immediately, and it's called protosomes, and I'll let him explain it when we get to it. Okay, and uh, the technology is amazing. He's authored, you know, my CV looks pretty good at about 20 pages. He makes me look like a second grader, okay, with the amount of chapters he's written and papers he's done. And, you know, the only the only thing I've got over over him is that I know all of Mel Brooks' songs, and, and he can only, like, he can just barely keep up with me when it concerns that. You know, so um, really... I want to introduce my friend, um, a man who I have incredible respect for, somebody who is a healer in his own right. Uh, I'd like to introduce Bill Downs. Wow. You might want to say hi. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm you didn't of, know I liked you, did you? <laughs> I'm kind of stunned by that uh, introduction. I was, you know, my mother used to say to me, the higher the stool, the greater the fall. So, uh, you know, let's don't. Put me up on a pedestal too high. I really, I'm. You know, I'm. You and I are so much alike that we we just share a inexhaustible passion for finding out the cause of disorders so that we can help people regain control of their lives. Mm-hmm. Because the thing, the greatest casualty in today's healthcare system is hope. Yes, and, and you and I want to be able to restore that, and so we just we you we, we do, and we we say it in different ways, but you know I'm I'm forever. How many how many of my patients I start out our consultations with, we're gonna empower you so that we can start laughing at our enemy, okay? Because when you get there, you think something's got its grip on you. By the time you're done, you have your grip on it, and it should be afraid, very afraid. Right. Uh, there is a PDF out there, guys. I, I It was a little late putting it out. It's on uh, my uh, blog. It's on uh, the Center for Bioindividualized Medicine's blog. Uh, it's uh, basically all over the place. If, some, if you want to go run and get it, um, this is going to have a lot of pictures and stuff that you can use. Uh, you can get it later on if you like. Uh, but uh, we're going to carry on here. Um, you know, in one of the, uh, you say, you know, health is wealth which it is, and we have a major health crisis. So uh, in our modern life, Bill, um, kind of tell us, I, I think we kind of already know, but if you can encapsulate, what's the problem here? Why Why are we sick? Well, the number one addiction of the human species is greed. Um, mm. it, nice. it permeates absolutely every aspect of our life, and the agribusiness, the business, the, the the business of agriculture is not an exception. The 
the tip-off for how we have gradually slipped into this uh, paradigm of synthesized food is evident when you ask yourself if, or visualize, if you were to go out into a forest and live for 30 days, would the food you ate in the forest resemble anything that you got in a grocery store? And the answer most probably would be uh, no. Uh, yeah, if, you were near, if you were near a lake or something, you could get a fish, then yeah, you're, you're, you're close, uh, or a stream or something. But agribusiness has become the, um, the monster. Uh, as, uh, by the way, uh, two weeks ago in the news, um, Oregon, the state of Oregon is suing Monsanto, just to put that out there. <clears throat> which is the the without any argument the largest um uh, agricultural chemical producer uh in the world um agribusiness or the business of agriculture uh is a is a monopoly 98% of domestically produced food is grown in the same 2% of landmass every year and that's made possible by the agribusiness aspects of things like uh, miracle Grow and Roundup and stuff like that, uh, agrochemicals that are used on factory farms, genetically modified organisms, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, synthetic fertilizers, growth enhancers, et cetera, et cetera. And then when food is picked green, you know, keep in mind the food that you buy in the grocery store is not there because it's the best nutrition for you. It's there because it's commercially viable. It is able to be grown, harvested, processed, shipped, delivered, displayed, marketed, purchased, brought home, and cooked and prepared um, better than other alternatives, all the food that's out there. <clears throat> and the organic foods industry literally copies the um, non-organic marketplace because those are the foods that have become most popular. That's why you see organic broccoli and organic cauliflower and celery and organic beets and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then we have the 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 impact of picking the stuff green, of irradiating it. You, did you ever notice how apples sit on your, your countertop and they don't rot anymore? They simply shrivel up and die. They dehydrate right before your eyes. Right. Right. Because exactly. all the enzymes and the bacteria have been killed by irradiation. They're also gassed and they're also colored. You know, the oranges that are picked in season down in Florida are generally green, and they actually spray them with a red dye or an orange dye to get them to look orange, the vast majority of them. So we're, we're processing all these foods to get them to look better, to be bigger, to look more appealing, but the nutritional value is gone out. We have literally mere inches of topsoil, uh, which is being fortified with all those other uh, products I mentioned earlier, and, and pesticides and herbicides and fungicides, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, add to that the fact that you know we're getting organic foods, let's say from California, and, and we're on the East Coast. The transportation factor, um, foods have to be, uh, you know, produce has to be picked green anymore. It's not like you picked it in the morning and it's on the shelf at lunchtime or right. later in the morning. 
it, it, it has to trans, be transported across the country, or even more ridiculous, from like organic grapes from Chile in the middle right. of winter. Take three, you know, it takes it, three months to get here. It, it, well, it takes a long time. I don't know if it takes that long, but it does take a long time. And then when stuff is, is picked, a portion of it, a large portion of it, goes through a food processing. Uh, like all your frozen foods are blanched a minimum of three times. You have pre-cooking and you have flavor enhancers. Uh, fortification, nutritional fortificational, functional ingredient uh, activity, artificial ingredients, stabilizers, preservatives, pre-cooking, etc. I, I attended the Institute of Food Technologists conference a number of years ago and I'm walking down the aisle and there's this rather attractive young lady with a uh, a tray of really good looking good smelling fried nuggets of something now I have to admit that I'm originally a redneck from Georgia and anything fried uh, I'm I'm like a, a, a moth to light you know it's just I'm right there mm -hmm. So I ate this thing, and as I'm chomping away on it, and it was good. You know, in the South they have a saying, man, it's so good, make a dog break his chain. It was good. <laughs> and uh, she began to brag about how they were able to make uh, essentially the meat value of 12 chickens worth of these nuggets from one chicken with the functional ingredients that they used. So, and and there was a buyer from a fast food chain standing right next to me, a major fast food chain. And I, I don't want to say the name. We don't want to disparage anybody. Um, Why not? Well, no, because it, it was some Mac Big Company. I don't remember what the name of it was. Okay, October 5th, everybody, we're going to be disparaging people, so join us. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's time. I'm tired of being nice. I'm tired of anyway, being nice. I really uh, am. He was, giving a, he, he was giving her a purchase order. This is the product that you get in their fast food restaurants when you go in, which leads to the next factor is fast food. You know, I, I travel a lot, and when I go do presentations in other places, you know, they now have all the fast food uh, outlets. Their drive drive throughs are open uh, till real late at night, uh, till midnight or so, and the 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 streets are just littered with an army of these fast food outlets. And I don't want to give names again, but just slew of them. I mean, back in the 50s when I was a kid, uh, you know, it was Dairy Queen and Brazier and, and Burger Chef. And that, that was, was it. about it. Looking at it. You know, and, and Stuckey's. Of course, Stuckey's we had down in Georgia, down in the south. So, but now it's overwhelming. The, the point is we... We are the most overfed and undernourished culture in history, and we have the highest rates of chronic degenerative diseases. The irony is that we consume the most dietary supplements of any country. Yet the problem is we have the highest rates of chronic degenerative diseases. Not any healthier. Exactly. What's that? So the reality check is the drug industry and the natural products industry have generated loads of money on treating diseases but not really improving health, okay? That's where the real money is. The real money is in treating chronic disease, not not curing chronic disease. Right. Okay? Keep and going. We, yeah, hey, listen, let's face it, are not being treated to cure. They're being treated to maintain chronic illnesses, okay? So the statistics that you, that you, you know, put out, 
is that 70% of Americans are on medications, okay? And the most prescribed medications are for, di for digestion, cardiovascular disease, and antidepressants. And that is a telling point. One in four of us have mental illness, okay? And 60% of the people who've died from a drug overdose, it's from prescription medication. So obviously it's the wrong priorities. Yeah, we're we're going down the wrong hallway, and we're going down full speed like our hair's on fire, and we're not going to get anywhere. Uh, and, and, and the reality that you and I both know is that there's no drug that will cure any chronic degenerative disease outside of the body's ability to cure itself. But i, I got to say this about the pharmaceutical – I'm going to say this about the medical industry, not so much the pharmaceutical industry. Doctors have a high calling, and their calling is to relieve suffering. They right. really don't want people to suffer. But the tools that they are given are given and trained to use and trained to use are are administered um with what I believe is probably an underlying uh sinister agenda, which is to make money. Because as you said earlier, they don't want to cure, they want to treat symptoms. They want to relieve suffering by treating symptoms. And the doctors believe that they're doing the best thing. There right. it's a righteous pursuit on their part. For the, right. And this for the is the way part. they've been trained since the 70s. This is the way they've been trained. They've been trained by algorithms, and those algorithms were promulgated by Big Pharma, and those algorithms right. you know, got to, okay, let's diagnose this, let's create a diagnosis, and now you can follow an algorithm on how to treat the diagnosis, and it's, it falls right in line with what Sir Arthur Conan Doyle used to say, that it's you know, it's a capital mistake to theorize without data because, sensibly, you will twist facts to suit theories instead of theories to suit facts. And what we have right now is a bunch of facts that we call diagnoses and a set of healthcare providers who are being trained to shove people into those diagnoses and then follow some kind of algorithm that has no intention of curing them but simply managing their chronic illness. Yeah, and the other big thing is that the, the patient themselves are removed from the decision-making right. process. They are made to feel helpless, hence the, the whole issue of white coat syndrome. You know, the fact of the matter is, and this is kind of a, an axiom I like to to always be aware of, and that is deceit is never so successful as when it baits its hook with truth. And they use a mm. little bit of truth and run down the hallway the wrong way. Again, there is no chronic degenerative disease caused by a drug deficiency, and the reason is drugs do not give the body the necessary resources to build its healthy structure and function. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So we're not getting all the nutrition from our foods and supplements. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, because they're not there. Okay. <laughs> right. We're being inundated with all kinds of chemicals and um, other nasties. Okay, but the biggest problem is is that the nutrients what? They can't nutrients get in. Nutrients can't get in, correct. And that has been the biggest problem. That is the linchpin. That is the quintessential point that I am always combating. And what is the reason that people simply don't get better is that what we're trying to give them and I'm simply not getting in. How many people walk out of naturopath's office or anybody's office with two shopping bags filled with different supplements, but the supplements simply aren't getting in? Okay, and you know, this is it, this is the major thing that you started working on. Right. If you ask somebody, uh, even a doctor, um, what's the number one most prevalent chronic degenerative disorder in our culture, you get 
um, answers like cardiovascular disease and cancer are the two top ones, and then inflammatory disorders like arthritis. And all of them, all of them, every major chronic degenerative disease is rooted in and or exacerbated by digestive problems. Digestive problems categorically are the number one most quote-unquote popular category of health problems. Digestive problems are responsible for the number one most purchased over-the-counter medications, the number one most prescribed class of drugs for a health disorder. We have to exempt the Viagras and the other types of those kind of drugs. Mm -hmm. I would say they're really not uh, serious diseases for the most part. But digestive problems are absolutely the number one reason for emergency room visits after accidents. We have a huge epidemic of digestive maladies. As I said, they underlie every major chronic degenerative disease. That Not makes, even a question. That makes the supplements that people are taking, back to your, your point, um, let me put it this way. Almost, the almost most useless. expensive supplement is the one that can't get in. It doesn't right. work because it can't get in. So I tell people who go out and buy all these expensive supplements and have grappled for years and years and years without any remedy to their health issues, save their money, just go out and drag their tongue on the asphalt. <laughs> it's, it's an extreme, by the way. I don't really believe that, but I'm just, you know. No, make, I know, I know, let, I know. Yeah, to let people know how really serious this digestive malady is. So uh, Dr. Steve Kushner and I had to come up with a way. That's he's, he's a research colleague of mine. We had to come up with a way to get nutrients in. And I'd been doing research into liposome technology up to that point. And he had developed a, um, a prototype uh, uh, technology that was, I'll call it super liposome. And together we collaborated and came up with a technology that I'm going to show you or we're going to talk about mm -hmm. that is kind of like comparing if liposomes, which are in general pretty good technology, but they're unstable, if liposome is a World War I biplane, uh, our protosome technology is a spaceship. It's, it's liposomes on steroids. Just use the drug. Uh, I like it. Example. I like it. But okay. let's go back to the very, very basics before we get into the liposome technologies that uh, everybody needs to realize. And by the way, anybody who wants to call in to ask questions, the number is 646-595-2277. I'm also monitoring the chat room. So if you have a question, go ahead and type it in and I'll ask Bill. Um, the fact is people were made of air, water, sunshine, and food. The quality of the ingredients, the quality of life, and the ability to improve our stress tolerance is directly dependent on and proportional to the quality of the ingredients, their ability to be absorbed and used by the cells. Okay, the cells' ability to use oxygen and water. And you can use oxygen because increased oxygen creates free radicals and oxidative damage to DNA. Okay, and guess what? That's the underlying cause of all chronic diseases. So if you can't use your oxygen well, you're going to create oxidate. You're going to create oxidation. That's what is otherwise known as free radicals, otherwise known as reactive oxygen species, which we all know is is an ROS, which is different from an RUS, which is a rat of unusual size. Anyway, so um, what Bill yeah. did? What? What? You don't like Let me the just make a comment. Size? I need need I need for people to understand 
back when we talk about, you know, you're made of nothing more than air, water, sunshine, and food. The two most important ingredients to life are air and water. Mm -hmm. They are absolutely crucial. And if you can't use oxygen, you cannot use water because water is H2O. So if if people have oxygen-free radical damage, they also have dehydration. Mm. The two cannot, it, they are, um, you know, they coexist. Oxy, the inability to use oxygen is absolutely associated with increased dehydration. And if you can't use oxygen, you're actually talking about increased acidosis or increased acid burden. Mm-hmm. Because the definition of acid is a concentration of hydrogen, and the definition of alkaline is a concentration of hydroxyls of OH. Which so the is only oxygen. difference between exactly the only difference between acid and alkaline is the presence and usability of oxygen and water. So we do want to be alkaline, but taking highly alkaline products to become alkaline is um, it, it's not a good thing. Because it's your body has to going about it the alcohol. wrong way. What's that? You're going about it the wrong way. Yes, absolutely they are. Because the body has a very sensitive a homeostatic equilibrium regulator, maintaining a perfect pH and body temperature, by the way, uh, are the requirements to provide an optimal environment in which to use oxygen and water. So if somebody... Uh, you know, if your pH moves more than three tenths of a point in either direction, especially in the blood, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So what happens is these people who, who, I mean, we know that chronic degenerative disease is uh, all of it is characterized by reduced ability to use oxygen or water. One step beyond the digestive problem because all digestive problems are start at the cellular level where cells can't use oxygen or water and therefore they can't function properly. So when you can't use oxygen or water, you have increased acid burden. But if your pH moves more than three times of a point, as I just said, either direction if it, in the blood, if it goes below 7.1 or above 7.7, you're dead. So giving somebody something that has a pH of 9.5 because they want to counter the acid in, a, in an effort to manipulate or force pH up, they're actually causing the body to have to produce acid buffers to respond to keep it as close to 7.4 as it possibly can. So, yes, they're going about it the wrong way. What you need to do is give the body all the resources that are required to enable it to maintain that balanced walk as close to 7.4 in the blood as possible. And when you can't use oxygen and water, you experience a wide range of symptoms from cramps, twitches, tremors, charley horses, restless leg syndrome, muscle wasting, bone spurs, calcium deposits, kidney stones, which everybody says kidney stones, for example, well, you're taking too much calcium because most of them are calcium oxalates. Are calcium oxalates, but it's really an right. oxalate problem, right? All right. It's not, from not, it's not from too much minerals. It's from not enough minerals. Osteoporosis, mm-hmm. osteopenia. Periodontal disease, you know, gum infections, uh, rampant infections, all infections. These are all anaerobic events without oxygen. Inflammation, depression, abnormal fat or blood sugar metabolism. People think I'm fat because you've been told you're fat because you, you eat too much, you don't exercise enough. But it is a broken metabolism because you can't use oxygen efficiently to make energy, to burn sugar to make energy. So your body, in a desperate act of survival, 
starts retarding your ability to make energy and cons- conserving conservation, increasing fat for fat storage, and increasing the cravings to consume more energy intake. And associated with that would be nerve numbness, nerve burning, nerve pain, you know, peripheral neuropathy, inflammatory disorders, arthritis, cancer, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of these are simply a reduced ability to use oxygen and water. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you here because I want to tell our listeners something really important. Okay. It sounds basic. And you know something, people? It is basic. I had a gentleman come to see me, an academician from Poland, who I thought I was going to talk to on the Internet, but he showed up at my door for his appointment, which was rather interesting. Okay? But I'm going to tell you something. When I was done, he he marveled at the, the basic basicness, if you will, of my plan. Because everyone treats all these highfalutin portions, and they don't treat the foundation. And the foundation is the ability to use oxygen and water, and the foundation is cellular metabolism, okay? And this is the point that I've been trying to bring across, and I'm really hitting it hard now because it is the stone for everybody that has been left unturned. Now, you were hinting around about the product that you created, and everybody knows that I don't hawk products, okay? But I'm going to tell everybody right now, that the product that um, that Bill is about to introduce is, in my estimation, the biggest game changer in creation because everything that you want to get the cells functioning sits right in this product. I'm going to let him tell you about it, but I'm going to let you know that I have researched it myself. I've done my own due diligence. I have many patients on it and have gotten not one bad report, and people are getting better that shouldn't be getting better. And it's because we're dealing and treating the cellular metabolism. So we're going to introduce protovite, which I have constantly mispronounced. Okay. And I have, you know, I was, it was a very nice woman in Canada who I respect greatly. told me I kept pronouncing it. (laughs) I said, okay, maybe she said, well, think of Frodo. I'll give you the Latin for it. You you ready? Proto is the same Latin root used in the word production, produce, those kinds of of words. It means to deliver a message or something of value. So protovite delivers beautiful supplement. Now this is a liquid multivitamin, multimineral phytonutrient complex with proligna, which I know you're going to explain in a little while. But the benefit of this is because of the delivery mechanism. So I know everybody's interested in the the whole phospholipid bilayer, because they are tired of me yelling, the walls are the cell walls are phospholipid bilayers. I think everybody's right. heard me say it about 10,000 times. <laughs> yeah, the 10,001 coming up. But, okay, um, go for it. The protovite provides all the resources to use oxygen and water to make energy, manage energy, and dispose of wastes. And those three simple steps essentially are the definition of metabolism. And that is what we want to. That's what we really want to focus on. I'm going to take this moment to to just interject that you know when I have my clinical nutrition practice in the doctor's office in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania, um, I followed the painted footsteps. I did what we were supposed to do. Every patient that I had 
had to get on a colon cleanse, a lymphatic cleanse, a liver and kidney cleanse, a gallbladder cleanse. I mean, they just everybody came in and got a detox program, and I would get reports from people that they would be in bed for two or three days. They just it was they were out of commission because the programs are very aggressive, and that was well intentioned. And by the way, that paradigm is still used to a large extent. I mean, and, oh, yeah. and it's, it's logical. We believe that. But here's the challenge. If a cell cannot make energy, it does not have the strength to take out the garbage. It can't remove the waste. That means that all of these products, the the really aggressive ones, are primarily something called purgatives. They irritate the tissues to force an expunging, a purging of garbage without giving the cell the ability to restore metabolism in the first place. And Protovite provides the resources not only to use oxygen and water, but provides all the nutrients to to rebuild or build the healthy structure and therefore the function of all the cells so they can use oxygen and water and contribute to their mandated, genetically mandated functional role in the body. So an eye cell does an eye cell function and spleen and the toe and the heart and et cetera, et cetera. Each of them to make energy, manage energy, and dispose of waste. So Protovite is a distinctly unique and superior liquid multivitamin, mineral, and phytonutrient complex. And the reason, and I need to set this up a little bit, uh, Jess, because I was in the ingredient business for 24 years. And, you know, you and I, again, you can't change the spots on a leopard. I am devoted to, and I'll say I'm obsessed with premium quality stuff. I would much rather um, have to apologize for price than I would when you're dealing with people's health than I would about quality. I'll, I'll, tell, you something. I'll tell you something about price. The price of Protovite, which I'm not going to mention, is one. T- I, I just took somebody off about 27 different pills that they were taking. I added up what they spent a month, and what they're going to spend in Protovite was exactly one-tenth of what they were spending. So, wow. you know something? It's worth the idea. But you use the best ingredients, okay? Um, and I even put the ingredient suppliers on the label, by the way. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, which means so, that you, which tells you that you're a you know, completely honest person. But... Um, Tell us about the mechanical preparation. How you get okay. the how you so, how it gets in. Why is this different? Right. The first step, aside from having all the great ingredients, and you mentioned proligna was one of them. That's a, a uh, that is a uh, a pine a Scotch pine cone extract that is about fifteen hundred dollars a kilo. I challenge anybody to find a multivitamin that uses ingredients that are fifteen hundred dollars a kilo. It's just and just stop, stop for one second. People proligna is used to reset. The biggest problem is that people, all of our patients, is that they've been inflamed for so long that their receptors in their cells are desensitized, discombobulated. I don't care what kind of word you want to use, but proligna, by in and of itself, which I have in the professional form that I use, has already been put into this product, which I thought was an inspired thing. Because not only are you giving the cell what it needs to work, you're resetting and rehabilitating the receptors. 
So we take these ingredients, and as, as I said earlier, the number one health problem in our culture is digestive problems. So we use, it's, it's called a, a, um, a high shear tri-blender jet compression particle processing. We run them through an advanced super wet milling process that gets all the ingredients down to really, really, really small sizes, uniformly small sizes. We pre-digest them so that a larger amount and wider diversity of ingredients can fit into a phospholipid encapsulation, can be encapsulated by a phospholipid. So one of the things that people will see in the PDF is we show the structure of a cell membrane. And the reason that we did that is because a phospholipid is essentially a cell membrane because it has uh, you have a head and a tail, and in a in a lipid bilayer, the head and the tail are the tails are together and the heads are facing opposite directions. The heads are um, water loving and the tails are water repelling or fat loving, and that's called the phospholipid bilayer. And it is an amazing structure that is used in every cell membrane, the cell walls, the and all the intracellular organelles, the nucleus and the Golgi apparatus and the mitochondria and the ribosomes all have a phospholipid bilayer. And this, what we do is we get it from a non-GMO soy product that we get from Germany. Now, soy lecithin routinely is about 19 to 21% phosphatidylcholine. The very expensive product that we get from Germany is uh, almost about 88% phosphatidylcholine. It's practically pure phosphatidylcholine. And phos- these, these phospholipids are electrically neutral, but we impregnate and saturate them with a proprietary solar-dried electrolyte complex that really amps up their negative ionic energy value and creates essentially mimics a cell membrane. You can actually, when you look at it under a, uh, a microscope and from a video format, you can actually see, it looks like blood moving through these membranes. So this exchange, um, ionic exchange with the phospholipids and the ingredients in the protovite is dynamic. Uh, one of the, one of the uh, issues of things, you know, one of the things we have to address is stability, shelf stability. Well, let me just say that. But, so we get these phospholipid liposomes and these clusters of these liposomes within a liposome. And clusters of those energy frequency enhanced phospholipid encapsulation vehicles, liposomes, within a liposome. And clusters of those within a liposome up to hundreds of concentric layers. All of the tissues of the digestive system, especially in the mouth, love phospholipids. The nutrients, the phospholipids and the nutrients, therefore, absorb effortlessly, which is why they impact the blood so quick. But when we do a stability study, you know, if you take any other liquid supplement or product, whether it's, um, you know, Boost, Ensure, uh, Mona V, um, something for life, I don't care what the product is. It could be Kool-Aid, it could be milk, it could be water, and you put it at room temperature, it will equilibrate to room temperature. If it's if it's 75 
degrees when you start, and room temperature 69, it'll go to 69 over time. If it's in the fridge at 45 degrees and you put it at room temperature, it'll come up to uh, uh, room temperature 60, 69 or 70, it'll come up to 70 degrees. It will come up to or down to equilibrate at room temperature. When you put protovite in a 50-gallon production batch, allow it to sit for several hours, it goes to 98.6 degrees and stops. It is an amazing achievement. We don't we didn't actually design it to do that. That was simply an observation that we made doing the um stability testing. So we have so, these clusters of go ahead. No, no, the 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 point that you're getting very, very technical, which is wonderful. But the takeaway here is that there are lots of liposomal products on the market. Okay, liposomal. See this this liposome is stable and delivers what you say it delivers. And you've tested it six ways to Sunday and it does exactly that. Right. It's it is and by the way, uh on August the fifth we officially became patent pending. So it is um a pretty amazing uh product. And one of the things because really it gets in so fast, um on your uh website you you show a picture of a PDF uh, of the blood of a 70-year-old woman five minutes before and after taking one ounce of protovite. I need to point out that we did a study on 41 subjects. This is one of the mm-hmm. ladies. She was the sixth person that the microscopist did, and he is a classically trained uh, microscope technician and uh, who is now doing live blood cell imaging. And we did 41 of them. Uh, the study, paper's going to be published on 38 because we took this lady out of the study and we also took out two other people that we're going to do case studies on. Uh, so I allow this one to be out because we're not violating a copyright because we've pulled it out when the paper gets published. But when you look at the, the video, or when you look at the picture even, you can see the cells look like, um, they call it rouleau or cell aggregation, but they look like earthworms in a wrestling match. They're all clumped up in stacks of cells that are sticking together because hemoglobin has been spent. The hemoglobin's gone. Uh, I had a doctor, um, well, I'll, let me tell you the, the after effect. When you see the after, the cells are splayed out on the, you know, spread out on the slide, and in the video they're moving, which they're not doing. They're stuck in the sludge of the blood, which is uh, characteristic of the condition we said, if you can't use oxygen, which in the before you can't, you can't use water, and so the blood is getting dehydrated. So the blood is thick. Now, I need to point out here that you have approximately one and a half gallons of blood flowing through nearly 60,000 miles of blood vessels in your body. And it is, you know, this blood is is delivering oxygen, water, and nutrients to over 372 trillion cells. It makes one complete revolution through the body, every when you're healthy, every 20 to 60 seconds. It's phenomenal. It's screaming going through so fast. In the before mm-hmm. picture, this blood is so sludged up uh, that this woman, again, who's got osteoporosis and osteoarthritis, has inflammatory disorders. If it's getting through her blood, uh, her body, one complete revolution every 10 to 20 minutes, it would be a lot. So nature is uniform in its um, in its paradigms. And a pond gets stagnant because the water's not moving. And the blood gets stagnant because the water's not moving. The blood's not moving. 
and it's not moving because it can't use oxygen and it can't use water. So the heart has to pump this sludge through 60,000 miles of blood vessels. Do you think your blood pressure might be high? Do you think you may need to take a blood thinner from a medical standpoint? Mm-hmm. Do you think you're going to need to take an, uh, a, a water pill so that you can, you know, prevent um, edema and swelling? Because that's what they're going to give you. But that doesn't cure the problem. And by the way, we're not allowed to say that we cure anything. Right. They well, can't, but we can't. Yeah, I'm going to let everybody know that uh, on this panel number 18, where uh, Bob, I'm sorry, uh, Bill is talking about. Okay, if you wanted to see the actual video, if you go to livebloodcellvideo.com, you'll actually be able to see it. And when I sat with Bill before I even considered utilizing this product with myself and my family and my patients, I sat and he showed me almost every single uh, test subject that he did. Okay, um, and it's hard to see the video right here, but if you go to the page 19, um, you can see my son's blood. I have permission uh, of him to use it, and you can see, even if you don't know the names of these cells, I call them FLCs, funny-looking cells. Okay, and they're they look and well, it's true. I'm I'm an old I'm an old CCU nurse, so whenever I couldn't identify the beat, I call it an FLB, a funny-looking beat. Okay. <laughs> And it's, yo, okay? So if everybody looks at these cells and they're all spiky and they look good. They look empty. They look empty. And I'm going to tell you something, people. Not only did I not believe Bill because I have to check it out for myself before I ever use it with anybody, okay? And I use it with people. I'm getting good reports. But the people who were kind enough to come to my office and um, and I did, I don't have the research microscope, I have the baby microscope, but um, it's good enough to see these things. Okay, and when my son came in and uh, I tested his blood and I gave him Protovite and I did it with a timer and I took it exactly the same way. And five minutes later, if you look at his blood, five minutes later, you will see the cells open up. You won't see the spikies. I could have put in all the pictures we took. You have to understand my son is also a scientist and he didn't believe me. We went through the whole slide and did not see any of the spiky FLCs. Okay. We started seeing these cells opening up and starting to suck in the hemoglobin again. And his, what he said was amazing. He said, dad, it just simply looks better. Okay. And this is why uh, when you read about protovite, you say it's, 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 um, something you can feel, you can feel a difference. And this is what I keep hearing from people. Um, there's uh, pictures of healthy versus damaged cell membranes. But what we're talking about here is getting the nutrients into the cells, delivering them actually into the cells by a technology that is proven that um, actually works. And people, I'm going to tell you a little secret. You know, you're out there taking 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 pills a day. We're talking about one ounce of this stuff, maybe two ounces a day, one ounce. And I'm going to tell you also that Bill mentioned it. He kind of glossed over it, but I'm going to put a sharper point on it. Okay. You got to put it in your mouth. You got to swish it around because for some reason, which he already mentioned, you know, it absorbs very, very well in the mucosal membrane in the mouth. Okay. Now I've got a little, I've got a little kid in Texas. 
Okay. And he, at three years old and he's autistic, was not about to swish anything. Okay. So <laughs> the parents and I were sitting there going, you know, brainstorming and saying, well, gee, how are we going to do this? I said, well, I got an idea. How about we put it in one of those little spray bottles? Okay, you kind of calculate out how many sprays equals a quarter of a teaspoon. And mom would spray it in his mouth, whatever, however many sprays was a quarter of a teaspoon. And by the time he went and swallowed it, okay, he got himself a quarter of a teaspoon. And she did that four times a day. And I just got an email from her two days ago because I asked how the baby was doing. And he is brighter. He is less agitated. He's making better eye contact. He is getting better. Yeah, let me just interject and say a little basic biochemistry here. Back to the issue of oxygen and water and acid and alkaline. The checking account of alkaline buffers are your electrolytes. And the savings account of alkaline buffers is your hemoglobin because hemoglobin contains 36 histidine groups. And histidine, which is subject to histone in chromosome development, is highly alkaline. And so when you dump hemoglobin in a desperate effort to maintain an alkaline environment so the cells, other cells can carry and use oxygen, your cells become anemic. They become absent of hemoglobin. I had a doctor from the Cleveland Clinic look at the after picture of the cells. That I'm sorry, the Cleveland hemoglobin. Clinic, they are without honor. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I get said, all their, I get all their, I get all their, you know, failures, which are becoming numerous. Go ahead. Well, this is a good guy. And he said, okay. how much iron do you have in the supplement? I said, there's none. And his jaw hit his chest. He said, how did they refill with, with hemoglobin? I said, because the hemoglobin wasn't out because there wasn't any iron. The hemoglobin was out because it's an alkaline buffer. And it sacrificed mm -hmm. itself to save the other cells. And the protovite has given back the electrolytes and the ability to restore the hemoglobin. So he said to me, he said, but... It's, anemia is an iron deficiency. I said, well, what is severe, the most severe case of anemia? And he looked at me and I said, it's hemochromatosis, iron overload anemia, mm -hmm. because it's not in the blood, it's not in the hemoglobin, it's in the liver, and it's destroying the liver because of the highly oxidative impact it's having on liver tissue. We're pulling it out of the blood, out of the tissues, restoring it into the cells, restoring the ability to carry oxygen and water, restoring the function of cells to deliver life. I'm going to, uh, um, uh, before, the next set of uh, slides are uh, six, you know, let's face it, this is, this is wonderful. But I want to point out, I'm going to ask you what people have been asking me. So I've been asked to, to grill you on the air so, you know, put your seatbelt on, put your lead underwear on because I'm about to grill you. Okay. Okay. Now, there's a few things that you've already explained the the, um, the soy lecidin. And, of course, most of my, uh, cons all of my constituents are very heavily into uh, methylation and so forth. Uh, right. they, look at the they look at the folic acid in there and say, oh, that's a bad thing. Okay. They look at the cyanocobalamin and say, oh, that's a bad thing. What is your right. response to that? <laughs> well, there are a wide range of, of factors here. Number one, the phospholipid architecture is saturated with methyl groups. It is an amazing methyl donor, which is one of the reasons why it makes up cell membranes. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, probably the most important factor. The second most important factor is that even in people who are genetically predisposed, methylation is, is disrupted by things like stress, 
and I'll say aging, which is literally just a different type of stress, oxidative stress. Oxidative damage disrupts methylation. Oxidative damage disrupts DNA. So what we're doing by uh, and our, you know, we create structured water in the method of our production, our engineering of this product. We vortex water at about 20,000 RPMs for a period of time, as which which has been uh, saturated with the electrolytes, which now is in, imbibed into the phospholipids that are added to this, and then subjected to the protovite ingredients that have been, can, been mechanically predigested. One of the first things you'd want to know in uh, this issue, and again, I'm uh, a major proponent of nutrigenomic technology, nutrigenomic therapy, um, is what are the symptoms of those genetic allele uh, abnormalities? And we have subjects, we have one young man, uh, he's seven years old, young boy, that was born with an error in chromosome one, which is the site of the MTHFR uh, gene. And he did not have an ability to uh, methylate uh, with folic acid, so um, or, or to methylate folic acid to create a, a you know a, a, methylfolate. Yeah, to, to create a methylfolate. So the the symptoms that would result from that what we'll call an abnormality are totally non-existent in this boy. As a matter of fact, when this boy started taking Protovite, and he took the other product, Brain Reward, because he's autistic as well. Um, when he started taking the product, he could say one or two words in tandem. He, that was about the length of it. Uh, he was not able to speak in even phrases or sentences. Uh, he had uh, hypersensitivity. Uh, you couldn't even put clothes on him too comfortably. He, he screamed in, in pain when you put clothes on him. It took three people to cut his fingernails. He had to wear diapers. At seven years old, he still was in diapers. Uh, he couldn't walk very well. His balance was uh, terrible. His muscle uh, tone was terrible. So he ended up crawling. When he could crawl, he would crawl a few, few crawls and then scream in pain. Uh, couldn't ride a tricycle, couldn't do anything. When they took him to school, of course, he had to wear a helmet. When they took him to school... Uh, he was combative, um, and when he thought, he thought out loud. So he would think in gibberish, outspoken, loud gibberish. Um, he was on Protovite for about a month, and then the mother put him on the Brain Award product, the other product for you know brain chemistry, uh, which you had spoken about earlier. This is a protosomed version of that product. And um, on July the 13th, eight months after he started this, uh, he's saying happy birthday to me. That's my birthday. I it brought Wonderful. tears to my eyes. Oh, so we're not getting zero of the symptoms that should be um, evidenced in people who carry the gene, the uh, uh, TT allele, you know, who are a homozygous. We get none of that. And, and it, the, the supposition, and we're looking into the reasons why, but the supposition... Uh, appears, I mean, it's, it's non-existent, so we know it's not happening, but our supposition on the mechanism is that the vortexing action is somehow actually bonding the methyl groups of the, um, of the phospholipids uh, with, the, uh, you know, with the vitamins uh, in, the, you know, in the ingredient composition because we're creating structured water, again, the difference is, it's like the difference between a, a crowd of people and then people in rows. 
and the water's getting water molecules are getting put in rows. The phospholipids are, are encapsulating these ingredients within this architecture, and the methyl groups are bonding, we believe, with the ingredients in the vortexing action, which is why when you look at the slide of the phospholipid, of the, of the protovite on a slide, it's moving, it's dynamic, which is why it's going to 98.6 degrees and stopped. Mm-hmm. So we're, we know that stress, as I said earlier, stress impairs methylation uh, and aging, which is a type of stress, oxidative damage. And the major cause of oxidative damage, mechanistically, it's uh, you know losing an electron, okay, or gaining an excess electron, which is rare, but losing an electron. But the sources of free radicals, uh, Dr. Denham Harmon back in the 70s, uh, postulated that it was caused by either um, a byproduct of energy production, like you know campfire with the smoke coming in, which follows you around no matter where you go, uh, at a cellular level, or from exogenous, uh, you know chemicals that you get from the outside, gasoline that you breathe in, fumes, chemicals, air pollution that cause free radicals. He missed the most abundant source of free radicals, which is oxygen. You cannot use because you don't have the buffers. So we've resolved that, and the evidence is what you're seeing clinically, what we've shown scientifically, what we've seen clinically, that we're giving the cells nutrients that they can use. Now to the economic aspect of it, methyl folic acid and you know methylfolate and methylcobalamin are absolutely categorically unstable in a liquid. So if anybody's taking a liquid supplement and it says that it's got methylfolate in it, um, they're being deceived because it's gone in moments in a liquid environment. And we think strangely in this phospholipid architecture, the methyl groups have bound to some of these B vitamins within the encapsulation process, thereby allowing them to stay stable. But we're not certain about it. But we know in vivo, once it gets into the body, you're, there's absolutely no side effect, and people are able to get the benefits of methylation of DNA and not excess methylation of DNA, which, by the way, is just as bad. So So it's closely regulated. Phosphorylation of phospholipids is there. We're getting uh, a little too technical because we're going to start lo- we're going to start losing people. Let me give the the takeaway. The takeaway is, and people are very very interested in, you know, treating the methylation pathway. And I'm always screaming, treating the body. This bridges that gap. You treat the body, treating the cells, and you're treating methylation at the same time, <clears throat> in a manner that is not going to let people overmethylate, undermethylate, and use the methyl groups and uh, reestablish the normal biochemical uh, pathway functions. Okay, by virtue of the fact that you've, uh, and by virtue of the way that you've constructed this, and how it's absorbed, and how it's delivered to the cells. Okay, which is what you're supposed to be doing. What we're what we've been trying to do by getting. We say don't just treat methylation, treat everything. Okay, and. Methylation will take care of itself. This is the actual process of it. So. Let me just say, let me just say that um, in the research that I've been doing on brain chemistry, in the the brain reward cascade, specifically with the dopamine D2 receptor, the A1 allele, which is the quote unquote addiction gene, that the the presence of that gene correlates highly with the presence of the MTHFR. 
Mm-hmm. So we're we're getting amazing benefits across the board of of because we're improving the context of mm-hmm. cellular metabolism. We're restoring all the nutrients, giving the cells the ability to function, reducing oxidative stress, improving a, a happy um, system's biological context, and therefore um, not causing this excess uh, gene expression in the aberrant uh, environment. It, it's, it's being the, the that expression is being eliminated. Let me just talk about this how we're how we've affected the circulatory system the the flow of the blood the rheology it's called and the morphology and the hematology the smallest blood vessels in the body are in the eye and mm-hmm. i have one of the shots here is a gentleman up in canada and the top of his picture is his canadian national institute for the blind card you can see his picture on that card this guy was a butcher and had to stop working because he went blind and he started taking the protovite and he said, I was introduced to Protovite. It has made an enormous difference in my life. I am back working, and my eyesight has improved so dramatically that my driver's license has been reinstated. This is crazy stuff. I know. I know. But I want, you, I, I, I want everybody to understand that this is, this is perfect. This is why I'm, I'm calling this a game changer, because it's affecting the actual you know, uh, reason why things happen okay and uh with this particular individual and the next person which is donna um you're looking at you're looking at uh somebody who has a type 1 di who was a type 1 diabetic and i actually met this person because she came to visit me the other day and um she was on um three months on antibiotics has 60 hyperbaric treatments uh and had this horrendous um, fungus and this horrendous uh, lesion on her foot, you know, and I believe that, you know, she was getting ready to have the foot amputated. Yep. Uh, she began protovite at the end of February 2014, took a half ounce twice per day for a week, and then uh, increased the dose to one ounce twice per day for the next three weeks. She not only took it internally, she applied it topically. And if you, if anybody's looking at the, um, at the uh, PDF, you can see that the foot healed. Not only did the wound heal, but the nail fungus, okay, and there was a reduction in water retention, okay, and presently in 2014, the foot looks almost completely normal. And um, he had mentioned uh, the reward, and um, I know you have thiamine extra and stuff like that, which we're going to go after in, a, in another um yeah, have another day. Another, because it's a, it's quite an explanation. Uh, but uh, I'm going to open up for questions now. If anybody's got questions who's in the chat room, go ahead and type out a question. If you'd like to call in and ask Bill a question, uh, 646-595-2277. That's 646-595-2277. We have about 19 minutes left to the show, so I really invite you to uh, to ask um questions about this particular technology. Bill, I have I have another question that Sean asked me to ask you. Um yeah. you know, we see what happens in <laughs> five minutes, okay? But yeah. what is how long does this last? Um he wants me to you know, and and agreeably so we want to do it at five minutes, twenty minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. 
Um, and I know you've you've probably done studies like this. How long does this last in your system? Well, we at this moment, at this time, the study that we did only tested it for up to 30 minutes. But what I can tell you is normally when you look at changes in blood chemistry, they only last for a few minutes. Um, this got better. At 30 minutes, we had one guy, one of the, the guys in the study uh, is an 82-year-old man with bladder cancer. They had given him a month to live, and um, he had been through the ringer with uh, chemotherapy, chemotherapy, radiation. I mean, they just really... The guy was on his deathbed, basically, and he started taking the protovite. And uh, this study that we did, by the way, was two and a half years ago. That's when the actual protocol was was done. And then we had to prepare the man, look look at the data, and prepare the manuscripts and compile everything. And uh, you know, we had the IRB, so we're good to go for publication. Been submitted to a journal, and it's gone, been going through the review process. The guy's still alive, given a month to live. Two and a half years ago, he's still alive. The 30-minute shot looks like an 18-year-old athlete's blood. It's astounding that it you know went from looking. By the way, the in the pre and his, they didn't look like uh, Cheerios or Frisbees. You know, they didn't. They weren't target cells. They weren't hypochromic. They were they were dead, mm. and they were yeah. They looked like like blotches of somebody shaved vulcanized rubber into you know, blood plasma, and it's all clotted up. Yeah, uh, after, I, I've, seen the, I've seen the blood of uh, cancer patients. It's nasty. Yeah, and, but in the after picture, 30 minutes after, it looks like plums floating in a bowl. I mean, they're just, it's beautiful, and they're filled with hemoglobin. And the guy said he felt like somebody injected oxygen into his body. Mm-hmm. Now, to the practical aspect, food doesn't stay around for a long period of time. But because of the type of technology that this is, um, what doesn't get absorbed in the mouth goes into the stomach, does not break down the stomach because the the protosome technology protects the contents from stomach acid. It goes through the pyloric valve into the small intestine, in the duodenum, and anybody that's ever spilled lecithin on a countertop and tried to wipe it off with their hand knows that it has an adhesive property. It's kind of like uh, resin. And... It adheres to the GI mucosal border, to the walls of the intestinal tract, and that alkaline pH of the intestine and the mouth, the phospholipids start to degrade and release phospholipids and nutrients, botanicals, vitamins, and minerals that are already mechanically predigested, passive diffusion through the intestinal wall into the blood and releases other phospholipids down further that adhere further down, and the process repeats. So we get rapid prolonged and sustained uh, absorption into the blood. It's it's phenomenal. I really would, Jess, if you'd let me, just tell people about this other extreme. We're talking about disease, but I want to talk about this young man, a 37-year-old man who is aspiring to become a competitive power lifter, if you don't mind. Go ahead, please. Okay, so... This is an affidavit from this young man. He has signed it. His name is Dr. Jason Hubler. He's a doctor of business administration, so he's not a medical doctor, but he still follows scientific methodology. He is, however, a certified personal trainer and certified in sports nutrition. So he went into the gym of Michael Chalet, who's a three-time world powerlifting champion, and he did some. He did an experiment on himself. But here's his letter that's in this PDF 
My name is Jason Hubler. I've used a very extensive supplement regimen to support my intense weightlifting workouts over the past year of serious strength training. My previous personal best in squat weightlifting was 395 pounds. He's not a big guy. This is an amazing weight. I had hoped to achieve a new personal record of 405 pounds. He wanted a 10-pound increase. To ensure my system was totally clean from any supplement influence prior to taking Protovite, I did a six-week washout and stopped taking the 20 other supplements I had been using. Back to your point of telling them that they're taking a lot of supplements that aren't getting in. He stopped taking everything. He said, I then took one ounce of Protovite shortly before starting an intense powerlifting workout session. I also added one ounce of Protovite to my regular workout beverage and sipped on it between my sets of squats, which, by the way, you're supposed to wait 15 minutes between sets. He only waited five. I ended my workout session by achieving an astounding lift of 515 pounds. The following day, I had no muscle pain. They told me he wouldn't be able to walk. He had no muscle pain. In the following weeks, I've had continued increases in squat training exercises ranging from 545 to 575 pounds. He wanted a 10-pound increase. He got a 180-pound increase. There are performance-enhancing drugs that don't do this. This doesn't show so much how amazing Protovite is. I think it's a pretty incredible product. It shows what the body's capable of simply when it gets the nourishment that it needs to use oxygen and water. So the the takeaway here is also that people who are, quote-unquote, healthy or who want to increase their increase their health this is also a good um a good product to be utilizing uh because of the same reasons there is a question here would this product work well in combination with hyperbaric oxygen therapy (laughs) it would make hyperbaric oxygen work a whole lot better but it may eliminate the need for hyperbaric oxygen possibly you would you would want to you would want to work with the doctor who's monitoring the therapy of hyperbaric. This is the same question for drugs, by the way. Nutrients mm-hmm. make drugs work better. Drugs prevent nutrients from working at all. Right. So hyperbaric oxygen is not quite like that, but this will make hyperbaric oxygen a whole lot more effective to the point where it, you may be putting too much oxygen into the blood. Remember, the nutrients in the body are there to help you manage the use of oxygen. If you put in way too much oxygen, you flood the system and you overburden the ability to use that oxygen. The um, I, I understand it also considering the price of the hyperbaric therapy. I, I think you try and go from the lower to the higher. Uh, again, right. people, if you have questions, six four six five nine five two two seven seven six. This whole uh, show is not just uh, to hawk a product. It is to let you understand that there is something out there that uh, will get your cells working. And those people who are taking enormous amounts of vitamins, okay, that simply uh, are not getting better. And, you know, my entire practice is made up of those people who've been here, there, and everywhere and aren't getting better. And classically, I'm looking at people with a ton of uh, nutrients and vitamins that they're putting into their systems, and they wonder why they're not getting better. This is the reason. Okay, and if you wanted to ask a question of the quintessential expert, he's sitting here right on the line. Okay, so (laughs) you might want to grill him as bad as I have been doing so. Uh, by the way, uh, if you want to get Protovite, okay, um, you can 
go to uh I have it on the thing, go to uh slash J Armine, which is my site, and it'll you can look all over the place. If you have questions, you can simply call our office at six ten four four nine nine seven one six and I or Aaron will answer whatever questions. Uh you can email us as usual at bioindividualmed at gmail dot com. Um but I'm looking, listen, guys, we've got a few more minutes left. Please ask the questions. Okay, come on. I hear you out there breathing. Uh, this is this is truly amazing. Okay, this is, I'm not, you guys know me. I don't hawk products. This is incredible. Okay, me, I realize, you know, go ahead. Yeah, yeah Jess, I was going to say, aside from Donna, whom you've met, uh, which was scheduled for a foot amputation, we had a couple of other people, and I had mentioned to you before that we have some that I was willing to share with you and to share, but we can't put it out in public domain just yet because we've, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have uh, confidentiality and privacy issues that we have to protect. Uh, but we've so far had three foot amputations that have been uh, reversed. That you know, people didn't have to get their foot amputated. Uh, one only had to have a skin graft because they'd already had a toe amputated. Um, we've had cases of MRSA, um, which is uh, arguably maybe the worst infection that we have to deal with. Uh, 21% of the people that go into a hospital and get MRSA die. Um, it is responsible for the loss of, of limbs and a changing in the quality of life. Uh, it's devastating. They think they just finally found an antibiotic uh, about six or eight months ago to try and deal with it. Um, people that get MRSA generally are on antibiotics for months to years. We had one man uh, take Protovite along with his antibiotics, I want to emphasize that, and get rid of MRSA in five days. And we had a 15-year-old girl who got MRSA. She worked in a farmer's market with her mother in a meat uh, in a meat counter and got MRSA on her arm and then rubbed her arm on her eye and got it in her eye and she put the protovite in a spray bottle and they they went and got the antibiotics as well but she only took it for six days because the MRSA got cured in three days. That's, That's where Guinness I got the Book spray bottle world. idea, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Guinness sorry, Book of world record by the way. So wonderful, it, it, just wonderful. astounding results. Uh, the uh, Ohio uh, Ohio uh, uh, University. Uh, cycle team is putting Protovite on their jerseys. Uh, the, we got a 75-year-old uh, guy who competed in the Senior Olympics. A, Never won a medal a, in his life. Got a gold medal. Okay, there's a question. There's somebody calling in, which is a I'm ready. Thing. Hi, nice person in the 979 area. Are you there? Yes, yes. I called last week. It's Ashley Bergen from Common Station. Hi, Ashley. Did you have the... Um, How are y'all doing? I'm doing well. Do you have a question for Bill? Yes, I do. So talking about Protovite, um, would you think that if you started taking Protovite, would there be a need for other things like the panothenic acid and the ashwagandha and the um, seraphose and, I mean, the countless number of other ones that I'm taking now, or or would it just be an addition to? I would suggest not doing all those other things initially, um, you know, I Meaning there are some things I would, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not right. going to give medical advice, but my suggestion 
uh, if it was me, uh, because of what I know from the science and from the clinical evaluations, these are the people that took these products were not taking any other products. The people in our studies were not taking any other products. They only took this. Jason Hubler, the cyclist teams that are winning gold medals, are not taking any other products. Uh, people with very serious conditions, as I just mentioned earlier on the phone, the MRSA and the amputation uh, candidates, were not taking any other products. You, we, you know, it's difficult to change a frame of reference. It's difficult to understand that there is something new under the sun. There's a technology, and by the way, this something new under the sun is not really new. It already exists in the body in the form of cell metabolism, of cell structures. We're just mimicking the lipid bilayer of the cell, with, and instead of cellular contents, we have supplemental contents in there getting into the body. So my suggestion would be stop taking them. I know the panathenic acid is usually given for adrenal support. Right. Um, and the adrenals are downstream from the dopamine system, and there are tissues in your body just like everything else is, and this is nourishing all 372 trillion cells, give or take a few million, uh, wow. in minutes. So you – and by the way, when you start increasing the ability to, to take out the waste, you may get really tired. This is not a five-hour energy kind of a thing. This is cellular food, cellular nutrition that restores the cell's ability to do what it's genetically designed to do. And when it goes, to, you know, when the immune system does its heavy lifting, it does so when you're sleeping. So, yeah. and it even is involved in helping you go to sleep. So you may start taking Protovite, stop taking the other stuff, and you may get really tired. It's not a side effect of the product. It's your immune system finally going, please go to sleep, lay down, get some rest, because we got to do some fixing that we can't do when you're awake. So trust the system and, you know, let the it product not, do what the product do and let your body do what it's designed to do. There's, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of practicality involved. If you're taking a whole mess of different things, um, you know, you should review them and, uh, with a healthcare provider that you're working with, and you know, uh, trans transfer over to the provide. Uh, sometimes you want to do that depending on what it is you're taking, uh, with a little bit of, um, you know, well, you know, not not as abruptly, okay. But um, you're, um, you know, yeah. If you're dealing with B vitamins, you're kind of okay. But if you're dealing with uh, bioidentical hormones or actual yeah. pharma pharmaceutical agents. You're definitely not going to want to just stop taking those. You're going to, Jess is making a great point. You want to wean off those in a stepwise fashion so that you're not just, you know, knocking out your body's ability to function. No, absolutely. And, and oddly enough, I, I have my call with, again, with Sean on Friday, so we'll definitely go to this. But mm -hmm. going to see kind of my last resort uh, of an endocrinologist that I've been on a waiting list for six months tomorrow. So I'm trying to go over all the lists of what I'm talking about uh, now. And I'm just kind of... You know how annoying that is? List. There's no such thing. Is this for kidneys? Am I hearing kidneys? No. No, she's uh, talking about an endocrinologist that she waited for six right. months to stay. Oh, okay. Well, well, okay. And, and honestly, I mean, I, I, I told you last week, I have been so impressed with what I've seen so far. I mean, I just, I can't help but want to get as much knowledge and, and input from experts like the two of you that I can. So I'm sorry I'm leaving up to another call. But 
I wanted to go, but obviously you have to list all your medicines and supplements you're taking. Um, you know, and I listen in tonight, and it all makes perfect sense. It's simplistic, but well, yet brilliant. That so, that's the point. I, I hate to be rude, but I got one more no, caller, and we only get ahead, we only ahead, have two you. and a half minutes left. Thank you thank so you. much Absolutely. for the call. Thank Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Nice person in the five one two area code. Are you there? Yes, Dr. Downs. This seems really exciting. I kind of went through the list of what's in it. I noticed there wasn't a vitamin K or coenzyme ten. Is 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 that not necessary or? Um, well, you- coenzyme Q10 exists in the inner wall of the mitochondria primarily, mm-hmm. and it is used to augment energy production. Well, the major cause of a reduced ability to make energy is a reduced ability to use oxygen. Okay. When oxygen burns glucose, in this case, it produces 38 energy molecules. And if you lose the ability to use oxygen, you have to mechanically break the sugar down. You only get two energy molecules. It is 19 times less efficient. So you can supplement with CoQ10, and it will probably have a modest effect. But what is really needed is to reinstate healthy cell respiration, the mm-hmm. ability to use oxygen to burn sugar and fat to make energy as ATP. So I would suggest in vitamin K, by the way, there are certain medicines that it's contraindicated in. So we don't put uh, vitamin K in there. We don't put iron in there. Uh, they affect blood clotting. But in, one, in the live blood cell videos that, we, that you see um, in, in the tests that we did, you see an abundance of platelet activity. So we're not worried about uh, blood clotting whatsoever at this juncture because we're restoring healthy cell metabolism to begin with. Excellent. May I ask uh, how it helps with uh, healing the gut? Uh, it delivers nutrients to every cell. I mean, while the gut, while the, the digestive system is an external organ on the inside of your body because it's open at both ends, it's loaded with immune system tissue. Mm-hmm. And it it is desperate. As a matter of fact, your body will steal enzymes from metabolic enzymes like glutathione and SOD and catalase and all that kind of stuff, cytochrome P450. It'll steal resources to fund digestive enzyme production and enzymes for the immune system. So when you're nourishing all of the cells in the body, you're improving the lymphatic system and digestive processing. So it's, you, know, you still may need to take digestive enzymes because you're cooking them out of food. That would probably be one of the things that I would suggest would be a, a prudent thing to do. Uh, if you're eating refined processed foods or cooked foods, supplementing with some enzymes would be beneficial but your probiotics are limited in their ability to help you because they have to have attachment sites and when the the gi tract is inflamed those attachment sites are not accessible to the probiotics and most of them pass through harmlessly or, or you know without they're they're impotent they don't they can't function so what this does is restore cell structure and function all of the cells in the body including the digestive system. We've had people with inflammatory bowel disorders get completely better, but then again, their systems are now hypersensitive, so if they insult it, <laughs> they get told about it. So mm-hmm. just, I, you may need to take two or three ounces a day for a period of time before the system Always. restores. And you said Always remember that. I'm sorry, you said something impressive about um, healing Mercer. Would it also heal uh, gut? Induction? Your body does the healing. This is simply okay. nourishing. 
It just gives your body, you know, find out what your body's capable of doing when you take the protovite because it's simply getting into cells. Again, we've got to get our heads out of the fact that the protovite is doing anything to any disease. It's simply giving your body the ability to do the things for which it was genetically designed, which are no less than astonishing. If you, if uh, if you, it's a paradigm shift. We're used to, you know, what do you give for this? What do you give for that? What do you give for this? Which is at the downstream, bottom end of things, and what which we've we were been trying to do, in. right? Which we've been trying to do over the past year and a uh, couple of years, is to reteach people to get their bodies working again because the true root of healing is getting the cells in the body and everything working the way that it's supposed to. And when you talk about leaky gut, it's not just the gut. It's leaky blood-brain barriers. It's leaky mitochondria. It's leaky the cells all over. And uh, when you get down to these real basics, that's where healing takes place because the body will heal itself if you allow it to do so and don't block it. And we've been doing everything we can to prevent the body from healing. Even some of our alternative medicine practitioners have been treating like specialists by throwing a lot of stuff at the body that it can't absorb and then it has to detoxify itself. So it's, it is a paradigm shift. It is a little difficult. But uh, if we, we're getting the point across... Okay, this is a paradigm. This is a game changer because out of all the things that I used to give people, my treatment plans are getting down to one or two products now that are working <laughs> with everybody. I'm serious, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's working uh, pretty well. I thank you for your call. Um, uh, unfortunately, we are out of time, and I need to uh, close the show. Is that okay? Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Bill, tell you something minutes went so fast and made my head spin. Okay. I really it was appreciate fun, Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate the work you've done because I know this is not this fly and I think you've been working on this for like ten years and you know, working on uh this concept and improving it and everything that came out of your mouth today was absolute positive um, and I'm thoroughly impressed, and I can tell everybody here that it's not only true what came out I'm seeing the clinical results. And I know this is a major researcher. I'm a major clinician. Okay, I kind of see research. Don't do everything they tell me, but that's besides the point. Okay, um, honestly, Bill, you're one in a million. I appreciate okay. it. Anybody who you do, um, Thank you, buddy. Um, anybody who needs to understand more about this uh, can contact me. I'll put you in touch with Bill. I'd uh, be very happy to you know, send you any information. Uh, but this is, worth, uh, this is worth a try because, you know, the bottom line, people, the bottom line of anything is the risk-benefit factor, okay? If there's no risk or very little risk or no risk and the benefit is way up there, why wouldn't you do it? Just listen to a medication commercial on TV. Close your eyes when you're listening, okay? Because what they're seeing, what they're showing you, what they're saying are two different things. When you close your eyes, you hear about how this medicine is going to make your feet fall off, how you're going to die, how it's going to you know, cause more infections and how you should do it. And you open your eyes and here's this person playing baseball and so forth and so on, okay? The risk is very high. The benefit is equivocal, Okay. Protovite, there's no risk. 
it is gonna absorb. Okay, and the prob the benefit goes way above probability. It's way up there in the nine percent range. Your body needs it. Your body is gonna use it. This is what we've been looking for, people. So anyway. Bill, thanks a lot for being on the show. I appreciate it. You know I'm going to be asking you to come on again and again and again and again. <laughs> okay, on hey, listen, <laughs> birds of a feather flock together, and I love hanging out with you, brother. All right. Thank you, brother. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, man. All right, bye-bye. Everybody, I really appreciate your attention tonight. Uh, there's been a lot of – there were a lot of people listening. A lot of good questions came up. Um I'm going to put my little uh, theme on so we can close the show. Everybody knows why I use the Enterprise theme if it decides to play. Because it talks about chronic illness and it talks about faith of the heart and strength. And I know, you know, that I believe that you guys are the strongest people in the world. Okay, putting one foot in front of the other all the time. Okay, when you have chronic illness, is the hardest thing in the world to do. And I keep bringing you information that I've checked out so that you know that the words coming out of my mouth are always the truth. Okay? And what you heard tonight was the absolute truth. This is a game changer. This is an absolute game changer. Anybody who has other questions, please contact me. I'm very, very happy to answer them. Um, don't know what else to say except thank you for your attention. And I'm very, very uh, appreciative of Bill Downs um, in many senses. He's a good, honest man. He's a good scientist. And more than that, people, he's a healer. Hey, we don't get too many of them out there today. You guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Good night. <laughs>